This podcast is produced by EnergeticCity.ca, your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To support local news and this podcast, go to EnergeticCity.ca slash join to find out more. Now, an in-depth look at the news and information shaping our community. This is Moose Talks with your host, Doug Craig on Moose FM. Welcome to the show. Our coverage of local elections continues today with Peace River Regional District's Electoral Area C. The area contains the towns of Charlie Lake, it contains Bell Donnell and the Old Fort, and incumbent Brad Sperling is running for a third term against challenger Suzanne Hobbs. So we're going to be talking to Brad in just a few minutes, but first we thought we'd speak to the challenger who's running for the directorship as well. Uh, we'll talk about uh, with both of them about why they're running and what's important to them. So first up, we're joined now by Suzanne Hobb, who joins us live in studio. Suzanne, thank you so much for coming to see us this morning. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Well, let's start with uh, why you're running. Why is this an important thing that you figured you should uh, throw your hat into the ring in this election? Okay, well, I just, I really think over the last two years, we've seen the importance of having a voice in our local government. And this seemed like a good place for me to start. Mm -hmm. Uh, I do enjoy, um, yeah, the language, the process, land use, I think is very important to a community, Mm -hmm. maybe sometimes more important than we think or realize. And um, to act as a liaison between the community and the plan is important. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've lived here for 30 years. I've married into a third generation farm family. Mm-hmm. So I have some rural roots and I see the importance of uh, our rural community, mm-hmm. our agricultural community. I think, um, yeah, and I also, I've raised eight children in this city. Mm-hmm. So I ha- actually am about to become a grandmother. So oh, I'm wonderful. excited about that. But I see a generational pull to this city. I see people staying. I think Fort St. John deserves um, people who will step into office who want to have a voice for the people of the community, mm-hmm. who want to have a long-lasting impact here um, to make my community, basically to serve. Mm-hmm. That is my hope, okay. is to serve. Um, you kind of talked about having a voice. I wonder if there's specific issues that kind of matter to you, that kind of got you into this. Um you know, and I think we were talking before the show, I said, you're kind of running against Brad. You said, I don't think of it that way. It's more of a having a more diverse kind of sort of diverse sort of array of opinions in a race and making sure that we do that. So is that kind of what matters to you just having other voices heard? Or is there like a specific other specific issues that you're like this? we, We need to address this, too. And I think I could be part of the solution. Yeah, I would say it's a combination. I have looked at some of the issues. I mean, I'll tell you, I married a farm boy, and he looks around at the noxious weeds going, you know. Yeah. That is important to him. He, I cannot tell you how many times driving down the road, he the invasive plant thing seems like a small thing, but it's huge in his heart uh, as we watch our our roads go to weed. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so, so, you know, there are issues and connectivity. I, I couldn't attend a meeting on Zoom because I, my rural internet is so poor uh, mm-hmm. that I ended up having to drive to Dawson Creek to attend the meeting. Mm-hmm. That's an issue. That's important to me. Um, and yes, I think fresh perspective and new perspective is good. These are elected positions that you want people coming in and out of. 
to bring fresh perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, they're elected. Otherwise, it would be a paid position that mm-hmm. you stay in for until you retire. Um, and uh, being a woman, I think of being a woman and having a woman at the table is valuable. No more valuable than men mm-hmm. by any means. But I do think it brings just a different perspective that I think can be healthy and good. And we're seeing more and more in that in the political political spectrum. And I think it's good. Mm-hmm. I've raised six daughters, you know, to 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 go out and and um, do great things. <laughs> so I, I expect no less for myself. Mm-hmm. Well, we had electoral area B candidates on last week and uh, noxious weeds came up and I, I'll be honest, you know, I live in Fort St. John's. So it's not even something I even considered. <laughs> so clearly it's something that you think the PRD should be spending more money on. I guess the, even just uh, the awareness campaign, somebody mentioned that had happened a few years ago that sort of disappeared. You'd like to see more of that again about, making sure that we're all taking care of the noxious weeds on our property. Eh? Well, to be honest with you, I think food security is going to be a bigger issue mm-hmm. in the future. We're hearing, I mean, if you're listening to any kind of information or podcasts or news feeds or yeah. off of maybe mainstream media, but uh, you're hearing more and more about food security. And, you know, my husband driving up the roads, he says, if you want to talk about food security, that is food security. Yeah. Those weeds, that those invasive weeds, that is food security. So, yes, it's important to all of us, not mm-hmm. just to the farmers. Okay. And also, I mean, you brought up connectivity. There's an assent question as part of the election for PRD residents. Uh, clearly, you're in favor of, uh, I, I suppose, what the PRD says in sort of working to make it more connective, I guess, more bringing more connectivity to the area, correct? Oh, absolutely. Yes, yeah. I, I do. I think, I mean, I know... Um, fiber optic ends at the school and I live two houses down from the school and therefore I'm in an area where by evening my internet use is everybody's on and you can <laughs> hardly watch a movie and it's terrible so and I think it's becoming more and more vital for people today to do they do so much on the internet yeah and so you know, many more things use the internet I suppose in our homes yes yeah. your kids for school uh, you can even use it for doctor's appointments now. So it actually has some vital implications when you can't get on. Okay. Now, I did want to ask you about kind of one of the, probably if not the biggest sort of news issue that's been coming up in the, uh, you know, specifically electoral area C over the past several years is the issues in Old Fort. Of course, they've been dealing with the landslide. Mm-hmm. The road was out. That was fixed. You know, the people were... Uh, evacuated for a long time because of the issue. Uh, there was a very tense meeting with BC Hydro in July over the amount of dust and sort of how uh, just the construction of the Site C Dam is impacting uh, residents who live in Old Fort in the area. I wonder if you could speak to what your kind of, your approach to how you would work with residents in that situation would be going forward, given that you you don't have any over, real control over you know, BC Hydro, but you can advocate, you can be an advocate for the people in Old Fort who are clearly frustrated with everything Mm -hmm. that's been going on for them. Yeah. And I think that that's your most important job is to be their advocate, uh, possibly allow those people to come to the table and have a voice for themselves. And I mean, as far as my position on it, it's very interesting to me. And I know the PRD, we don't get a blank check to run it right out to anybody, but it is super interesting to me that we can spend 
millions of our tax dollars bailing out companies like Boeing and giving CEOs millions of dollars worth of bonuses when they're in trouble um, and maybe natural disasters and someone's about to lose their home and that's the biggest asset that they have. Is that not an important important issue to address as Mm -hmm. well? I mean... I think it's really important to be an advocate for people who are about to lose their home or their property or or looking at the serious devaluing of it um, because of big industry. Mm-hmm. Yes, I think that's a conversation that needs to be had and someone should be advocating for them. Okay. Well, uh, we'll get to our kind of final question here then. People listening in Area C, um, why why should they vote for you? Suzanne, what, what, what's the biggest reason they should cast a vote for you on October 15th? Well, anybody, you know, and again, I say I'm not running against Brad Sperling. Mm-hmm. I have no issues with the workings of the PRD. But if you are looking for a fresh perspective and a fresh voice and um, someone who you know is absolutely committed to serving the community, um, I am an honest person and... I have investment in the community. My children are my most valuable asset and they are invested into this community. So uh, hopefully if you vote for me, I will then vote for you and, you know, listen to your voice so that I can take that to government officials who are, you know, in charge of lots of our policy that can change your life. Mm -hmm. So. Mm -hmm. All right, Suzanne. Well, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes to come uh, chat with us today. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Okay. Again, that's uh, Electoral Area C candidate Suzanne Hobb. EnergeticCity.ca. Uh, welcome back to the show. I'm Dub Craig. Now we'll talk with the other candidate running in Electoral Area C. It's the incumbent and also uh, has been the director of the P or the sorry the chair, pardon me, of the PRD in the past. We're joined now by Brad Sperling, who joins us live. Good morning, Brad. Welcome back to Moose Talks. Well, thanks, Dub, and thanks for doing this. Uh for the five uh, rural directors, uh, candidates that are running for uh, Area B and C. It's uh, really appreciate this uh, with the lack of connectivity and yeah. the size. It, it, it's it's hard for uh, or difficult for us to uh, get our platforms out and concerns and listen to the concerns because mm-hmm. a lot of the people don't have that good connectivity or yeah. any at all at times. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you uh, coming by and making yeah. time for us. Well, I'll ask you kind of the same questions I asked Suzanne. So uh, why are you running again, Brad? What What's important to you as a candidate? Uh, I was born and raised here. I mean, uh, raised a family here, lived in town uh, most of my life or half life. Now we live out in Charlie Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we've done some good work over the last eight years, and uh, there's some very important issues uh, facing us right now, health care, obviously, right across this province, and we yeah. need to keep that voice strong. Uh, I think I still have a lot to offer, and uh, I think right now uh, keeping uh, a certain amount of continuity going because uh, uh, the major part of our uh, job is advocating mm-hmm. for the issues that are coming up, uh, whether it's health care, connectivity, uh, our agricultural community that's... Uh, like you've heard, uh, has issues with, uh, not issues, it's actually bad, and it's mainly on our road right-of-ways, is yeah. the noxious weeds and our rail cars, a lot of our agricultural community. That's We need to, I think we need to keep a certain amount of that uh, consistency going and keep advocating. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you know, it's interesting you bring up the noxious weeds because, again, and you know, correct me if I'm wrong, there was a campaign for a while talking about. Mm. I remember, for example, there was a song that uh, a couple people in yeah. Chetwin got together and put together talking about oxide daisies. Kill the daisy. Yeah, <laughs> um, but that sort of ended, you know, several years yeah. ago, as far as I know. But what we heard last week too was people saying. They thought this kind of campaign went away, and they'd like to see more of it back again. So I wonder if you could just uh, well, there, kind of comment on that. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, at that time, yeah, it was the oxide daisy, but there's a scentless chamomile. Yeah. Uh, foxtail is becoming uh, rampant in this area. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the district still has an educational program out there. Uh, maybe it's not as uh, visual as we had the daisies on the sides yeah. of the trucks <laughs> and that sort of thing, uh, but it it's. Really is our road right-of-ways. I mean, uh, last week we were at UBCM and we had a meeting with the Minister of Transportation. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, Taylor Bridge is always there, but yeah. uh, I focused on uh, the rail car issues because that is within their uh, ministry. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether it's uh, definitely our agricultural community, but it's also hurting our uh, forestry issues too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the noxious weeds, and you know, and they need a more robust uh, program for the noxious weeds and clearing the ditches. And you know, they said, "Well, we got a program up there." And I said, "Well, not really." I said, "You may look after or do a decent job on like the Alaska Highway or the Hart Highway and that." But I said, "But we got between two and three thousand kilometers of roads up in that area." Okay, that's. That's where the weed problem is. It's in the right-of-ways. They need to pay more attention to that. It, it's just not driving through up the Alaska Highway and taking care of that part, which they do a decent job, but there's still issues along the highway, too. They, they just don't fathom. So they said, well, okay, we'll look into it. And, but that's part of our job. We need to continue advocating for those people. I see. Yeah. So essentially, it's you would say... Uh, the residents have been doing their part on this. It's the oh, government yeah. and their land that they're ignoring. That's and have, right. It's allowing this to yeah. become rampant. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. It's It really is. I mean, uh, if the residents look after their field, but here your ditches are full of it, mm-hmm. uh, it, it, it's costing our agricultural community thousands of dollars, and it, it's just not good. Mm-hmm. They need to step up. Um, I mean, connectivity also came up uh, again today and came up yeah. last week. I know you and I have seen sort of a version of it when during COVID when we were mm-hmm. doing trying to do some uh, interviews over the Internet. And for whatever reason, it didn't work yeah. great. Um, you know, again, this is just something I guess you, you just sort of have to keep advocating well, for. Because clearly you're in favor of the ascent question. Today. And, and, yeah. and it is like there's four ascent uh, questions on uh, <clears throat> this this election and so i mean you're you're just not electing your representative there are four questions and there three of them are good questions but to me it's going to be up to the individual to look at them and say okay do i want this on my tax bill yeah the connectivity one uh we need that to pass yeah uh because the way it is uh set up right now or the way regional districts work you have to have a service function Mm mm-hmm and the way they've set up all the grants, I mean, the millions of dollars that the governments are putting up, we can't apply for those grants or, or partner with the uh, telco uh, companies or independent service providers without having that service function. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so important. And 
of course, when you say uh, connectivity, a lot of people say, okay, Wi-Fi, you know, mm-hmm. the Netflix mm-hmm. thing. But to me, what's more important, and it really should be two pots of money, is our cell service. Mm-hmm. When you look at our rural areas, uh, the people that live out in the rural areas, no, no cell service, no connectivity, uh, or even for a huge portion of our residents throughout the district that work out in the field, whether it's agriculture, forestry, oil yeah. and gas, no cell service. You know, and that's, even if you're traveling, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it's a health and safety thing. It's an emergency thing. It, it's just not carrying on your daily lives. Uh, it's a health health and emergency thing. And for our rural directors that live farther out, I mean, most cell service companies nowadays, you can get uh, connectivity on them or a certain amount. Uh-huh. So, I mean, that is one ascent question I'm really urging that people uh, pass because it will allow us to uh, extend our uh, and apply for those grants. Yeah. yeah. I wanted to make sure to bring up Old Ford, of course, because mm. that's been a huge issue uh, yeah. in electoral areas here over the past, basically the past term, really. Mm-hmm. Um I, I mean, I know you've been, you're the area's director right now, or you were anyway, and sort of you've been dealing with this and, and, and hearing residents' concerns. I just wonder going forward, what's your approach, if anything, that changes with how you deal with this situation? Because they are frustrated, and it seems like the powers that be that could do something about some of their frustrations, at mm-hmm. least, aren't acknowledging that it yeah. matters or say they can't do anything about it what what's kind of your approach going well, forward what do you say to those people they're they're not acknowledging it mm-hmm. and i mean if you look at what happened this summer you know uh, when did it come become right for those people to have to go down to gate b and uh do a protest just to get bc hydro to uh listen to them or yeah. at least come and talk to them i mean the dust and the noise and everything down there especially this year it, it's horrendous uh you know after that, they had a little meeting, and, and it, I was disgusted at that meeting, the, yeah. way, the way those people were treated. And they said, okay, we're going to calcium the roads. You know, look, hey, this is July and August. Mm-hmm. That should have been done. They're, they're responsible for doing that. You're around, and people have to go do a protest. It's, yeah, we got to keep advocating. I actually have a meeting this afternoon with Chris O'Reilly, the president of BC Hydro. Mm-hmm. Those people... They know I can only go so far, and maybe they're tired of hearing from me too, but they don't want to talk to that Site-C team anymore. Uh They want someone higher up to go pay attention to them, at least listen to them. Uh Do you think, uh, would that be something you might discuss with the president? Like, you should really do a meeting with them. That is the meeting. Yeah. That is exactly what the meeting is. I Uh mean, we're still trying to get a CMA uh, out of them uh, regionally and for Area C. Uh, we've worked with the Ministry of Energy and Mines for the last year or more. Uh, he has instructed Hydro and us to get back to the table and discuss that. But today's meeting, uh-huh. no, it's about Hydro ignoring the concerns of those people down there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All right, Brad. Well, we've got about a minute left. Yeah. So I wonder if you could answer the same question I asked Suzanne again. Why should electoral area see residents vote for you once again for a, for a third term? I think... Uh, I've done some good work over the last eight years. Uh, we've got some major issues coming up, uh, mm-hmm. of course, health, uh, connectivity. We've built some good relationships uh, with Victoria and some of the ministries. I mean, they don't give us blank checks or anything, but yeah. uh, I think we need to uh, keep that uh, 
continuity here and moving forward. And I think that is uh, the reason I'm still looking to go for one more term. All right. Well, Brad, I really appreciate you taking a few minutes to chat with us today. Thanks for being here. I appreciate what you're doing for us. This is great. No problem. All right. That's Brad Sperling, again, the incumbent candidate for Electoral Area C in the uh, Peace River Regional District. We'll be right back to wrap things up here on Moose Talks. Thanks for listening to this energeticcity.ca podcast. Energeticcity.ca is your only local and independent news in Northeast BC. To help keep us independent and to support this podcast, go to energeticcity.ca slash join.